Okay, we're live. Here we go. In a different sack. Cheers. In a different sack, different episode, new guest, but welcome back. It's the same talking balls that you know and love. So we're here tonight. I'm just going to shoot the shit. Got a buddy. We go back, grew up together. Uh, one of my good friends. Right now, he is a pitcher with the Miami Marlins, was drafted with another organization, uh, dumb, dumb organization. Right now, left-handed pitcher for the Miami Mar- Marlins, Jesus Lazardo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the sack. How you doing, brother? I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be in the sack. Um, you know, talking balls here. Uh, big fan, obviously. Been watching the last couple of weeks. Appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to be on uh, talking balls. See what we got. Uh, chop it up. Mix up some opinions. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, we're happy to have you. Appreciate your time. Um, let's get right into it. So right now, what are we in? We're in November, December. Right. So baseball, we're in the offseason right now. Um, Marlins had good expectations last year, kind of underachieved. But we're in the offseason right now, so we're not really worried about that. What are you doing for, you know, what do you do daily? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, average day in the life uh, consists a lot about seeing seeing Connor here. Uh, <laughs> me, me and Karch play a lot of golf together. Uh, Fun. But I mean, playing golf, obviously, in the mornings, you wake up, go work out, take care of what you need to take care of. Um get everything done by usually around 11 o'clock and then afterwards just uh a fair share of either pickleball or maybe maybe some golf um but besides that not much just kind of going about our day staying trying to stay in shape uh get ready for the season yeah so how are you how are you staying in shape this year based on maybe years past I know some guys like to not do too much until it gets closer to spring training or some guys like to stay pretty consistent throughout the offseason. Guys go play in winter leagues and stuff like that. What are you really doing, you know, to kind of help, I guess, your upcoming season? Are you doing anything differently this offseason? Uh, well, this offseason, uh, basically kind of kind of around the same as the rest of the offseasons. Uh, basically, all it is is maintaining our, you know, the, the main strength in, in the core and the arm and all that and uh, making sure the shoulder and the elbow bounce back this year, uh, especially after last year's 60-day uh, IL stint. Mm-hmm. But um, the shoulder and the arm uh, have been feeling really good, and we're just trying to basically build up the stamina in the elbow. But besides that, uh, basically going about my business as normal. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, Marlins, not a great team this past year. It is what it is. Uh, you mentioned your IL stint, 60-day IL stint. Your numbers last year were pretty good. The ERA, 3.32. I mean, it's what you want. 100 innings pitched, and how many starts you have? Uh, I think it was 18. 18 starts. So, I mean, it's it's all solid. It's all trending up. Obviously, I'm decked out. I got the hat. I got the sweatshirt. I'm the biggest Marlins fan that you guys know that's also a Yankees fan. So, I got both here. I got the AL and the NL covered. So, yeah. Um Let's talk about free agency for a second. Okay. A lot of lot of rumbling, a lot of movement, a lot, lot of movement. Yeah, a lot okay? of movement. a lot of movement, a lot of new faces in new places. All right. So far, like to you, what has been, I would say, the most impactful? Like the guy going to this team is going to make the biggest impact for them. Oh, that's a good. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think Correa going to the Mets was 
the most shocking, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, like to me so far, but also would make a big impact because, you know, he's going to switch over to third now, apparently. And um, I think he could make, I mean, obviously he's a platinum glove winner, so he's uh, going to make a big impact with the glove no matter where he's at. But uh, basically having two shortstops on that left side of the infield is going to make a big change. So we'll see how that plays out. How about Steve Cohen, Uncle Stevie? Dishing out the cash, dude. I think I think all of the signings that he's had so far, it was close to like $800 million. In, I read something that it was definitely between around Between like Verlander, Diaz, Correa, and I forget, Nimmo, I think they signed. Like, it's a lot of money. And he's just dishing it out. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, I think it's good for the game. It's great for the game. I mean, it's pushing teams like the Yankees are getting pressed now. And the Dodgers are getting pressed to spend money, dude. And it's kind of crazy because usually the Dodgers and the Yankees are the ones pressing everybody else. Yeah. Uncle Stevie's here. Yeah. He's playing ball. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's passionate about the Mets. So I think it's good, you know. It's, I think it's, it's great. In the game. It's making the game fun. Again. I think it's great. And although the Mets are garbage, you know, because yeah, I mean, coming yeah, from Yankee fan. Obviously. Yeah. But – it's good that two New York teams are relevant. It's definitely great for the game. Um, well, don't forget about the Giants. The who? The Giants. New York football New Giants. York football. Oh, huge game on Saturday. Huge game. huge game on Saturday. Giants and Vikings, 1 o'clock. If you don't know, the NFL moved everything over from Sunday to Saturday, and they're doing like a Thanksgiving primetime deal with three games on Sunday, Christmas Day. Vikings and Giants, Saturday. I mean, big game. it's a big game. I mean, Vikings, we talk about it on a different episode on the pod if you guys watch, but the Vikings have been part of a bunch of whack lines recently as really? like 10 win programs. You know, they're going in as underdogs and thin favorite lines. This week, three point favorites at home against the Giants. I mean, who do you got? I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a biased, I'm not a Giants fan, but if if I wasn't a Dolphins fan, I'd probably be a Giants fan. So that's uh, lit. I like the Giants. <laughs> I like the Giants. I think uh, Danny Dimes is going to pull it out and Saquon. So Dude, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be a playoff game. Oh, it'll be a playoff game. And the I mean, Giants are are built. It's fun to see them relevant. And yeah. the Jets are relevant again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You got the Yankees. You got the Mets. I, I mean, it's a fun atmosphere in, in New York right now. Yeah, New you York the is Rangers are pretty nice, right? New York is popping. Yeah. yeah, and the Knicks and the Nets, both winning streaks. Yeah. New York is popping. What um, what, So when you travel around and stuff, obviously you guys go on like road trips, a couple weeks, 10 days, whatever it is. What which city is the best one that you have yeah. been to Ooh, and, and why? Uh, I mean, L.A. L.A.'s. So, I mean, I'm a big like food guy. Like I when we go to new cities, I'm always trying to get like the best restaurant, uh, not necessarily like fancy or nothing, just like the best food around, uh, whether it's like a local spot or whatever it might be. Um, usually we get a good group of the guys and we end up going together. So L.A. had some of the best food I've had around. And I mean, it was just cool spots. Um but man, a sleeper. I mean, obviously Chicago is always nice. Yeah, I've heard things New about York, Chicago, New York. Yeah. I've heard a lot about Toronto. I've never been to Toronto. Um, but I mean, I like Philly. Philly's really? a Philly's a little sleeper city. Yeah, I mean, I know Philadelphia. The name's big and all, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a fan. Okay, what's your favorite thing to get there when you go there? I mean, Philly cheesesteak. Gotta be. Gotta Philly be a Philly cheesesteak. Cheese it's gotta <laughs> be. Okay. Um, on TV, though, I mean, we like his opinion and stuff, but it's still always fuck Philly. I mean, sorry. It just it is what it is. Scum scum organizations across the board, mostly scum fans. I can't say that because I do know one or two Eagles fans that are not scum. Most are scum. But, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Maybe we'll have to go to Philly one day and hey, see good, what's good. Some good food around there. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Next topic. Um, I mentioned that Zeus and I go way back, know each other from high school. Um, 
played a little bit of ball together and against each other. Uh, and, but and the neighborhood and a neighborhood. Yeah, I used to hear this kid hitting baseballs like I don't know. It was it was at night. Okay, we'll just say it was at night. Yeah, I would hear ding, and then a few seconds later, ding, and then another ding. <laughs> you hear my and, dad yell. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's a pitcher. So like when when did it? click for dad and for you it was like ah you know what maybe we'll stop with the stick and we'll just focus on pitching a little bit more uh I mean I always like even in high school I like love to take BP because pitchers do love pitchers still I still like to this day I would love to just go out there and hit BP and try to go deep but I mean uh I realized like I was a freshman and like my level of pitching was just like I didn't throw hard or nothing but like just like my understanding and like my feel for pitching was way way above hitting like hitting I just knew I was behind Mm -hmm. so uh and everyone told me that, you know, being a lefty, like you might as well pitch. So, right. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm glad I, I went that route, but I miss hitting at times for sure. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you went the right you know, oh, route. Sure. But I mean, like all the, all the, uh, the nights of like swinging and my dad, like, yelling. I mean, I mean, you saw it, Derek yeah, yeah, would yeah. see it, everyone that drove by would see it. So mm-hmm. it was, I think it's funny. Paid off. Definitely paid off. And Hey, I'll tell you, it paid off because you did hit for a little in the bigs and I saw those hats. I see. Not one hit, though. <laughs> Not one hit. Uh, all right, but we'll go back to when you were swinging the stick a little bit in high school, okay? Um, you were part of the state championship team at Stoneman Douglas High School 2016. You beat Columbus High School, right? Yeah, I did. Um, or we did. Yeah, we yeah, did. Not me. We no, did. I didn't do anything, Never actually. Never No, yeah. no, no. But we did um that was fire i believe i was at that game yeah i did uh tone and the boys we rode up there that was actually fire electric game electric game i kind of do remember that you know like it was yesterday i mean i remember every play like it was yesterday dude that is so fire so i mean i actually i went to the state tournament as a coach with heritage uh, a couple years later we didn't win we made it to the final and yeah that shit if you're playing high school ball like that's what you want to get to that is the most fun but during high school, like, and maybe during the state championship run, like, do you have a memory that sticks out to you that was like, oh, I, I will remember that for the rest of my life? Sure. Yeah. You know, obviously not winning the state title because you don't remember. That. Of course. Uh, I mean, I do. So, so my senior year, uh, I got hurt like in my fifth, in my fourth start. So I was basically out my whole, my whole senior year mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, being sidelined. I just remember like I was a part of a lot of like those moments, obviously from like the sidelines. So watching and it was it was cool to see it from like another perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I'll never forget. I mean, we had a lot of cool moments that year. Um, but Colton Walker, who's now with uh, he's with San Francisco, uh, he was drafted my year as well with the Rockies. Debuted with the Rockies. Uh, he's a good friend. We played together since we were like nine. The Pokers. The Parkland Pokers. Pokers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we were in Jupiter and I remember we were down, I think down one and like the six, the kid we were facing was, he was good. He's going to like FGCU or I don't know where he was going. He's going somewhere in Florida. He was dicing us up and uh-huh. then Colton gets up and hits a two run bomb into like legit to the moon. This like, was regional game, regional, fi- regional finals. In Dude, I think I was at that game I mean, too. I think I remember this. I, and I think we were at the, not- we were on the first base dugout and like he hit this ball to the moon and the ball <laughs> disappeared like past the lights into like this like forest and it was like the most like majestic home run and i was like yo that's gonna be engraved in my like in my brain forever that's so yes shout out well yeah shout out for the moon shot shot. wow i will say we had a lot of grinders on that team 2016 that was a lot of fun um we had i mean we had guys like colin welker leading the charge on Mm -hmm. the field you know being our shortstop uh 
but man, that was a fun year. Like just like yeah. sitting back and watching because I couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was a fun year to like just see how like a group of like grinders mm-hmm. ended up winning the, the it's, state championship. It's it's cool to look at because Douglas obviously has a reputation. They're great at baseball year in year out, and especially now they can pull in kids basically wherever they want. So they're they're loaded every single year. I was like Douglas had more talent in recent years than that team, but you guys just had the magic. You guys liked each other. You loved each other. Oh, we were and, boys. Yeah, everyone on that team. Out. Was, yeah, yeah, it worked out. That was a, that was a fire ride. Um, you had personal success as well. Some personal accolades in uh, high school. I think you won Cy Young. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I won it. What year was that? Well, the I had I'd won it uh, two years, but the main the one that really you know hit the spot. Yeah, was. Uh, <laughs> I was going up against my dear friend Derek Jacobs, another co-host, or I guess another member yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's been on the sack. Oh, so yeah. you guys know Derek. Of talking balls. Uh, yeah, he always gives me a tough time uh, about me winning the Cy Young over him. I think it was my freshman year, so that one always cracks me up. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I still the, hold it over him. I wish Derek was here because he would he would break down the numbers for you guys. Uh, I mean, based on the numbers, you could argue that Deej deserved the Cy Young. You could, um, but. Uh, Deej to this day won't let that one go. Still thinks that's his Cy Young, but Zeus got it. Sorry, yeah, I don't know what else Deej. to say. All right, um, let's talk a little bit more about MLB free agency real quick. I got one guy I want to ask you about. You need to give me your opinion. Sorry if you're friends with him, but it is what it is. Because I'm very interested in him from a fan's perspective because okay. this is a guy who basically was at the top of the game and basically fell off to riding the bench while his team was in the playoffs uh mvp one season i'm pretty sure i don't know if he was world series mvp or not but cody bellinger with the dodgers got moved to chicago mm-hmm. i mean do you think he's gonna get back or even yeah. close to like where he was at like change of scenery like what is it like how does a guy like that like have such a steep drop off i don't know i think there's uh i mean you see it in a lot of guys i'm not saying you know he's like every other guy but i think there's a lot of guys that go through a, a period of slump like you take off real hot, mm-hmm. then like you find a slump, mm-hmm. and then like there's guys that never get out of the slump, and there's guys that get back out of the slump, and then just become like they continue on to be themselves, mm-hmm. and like they found their way off of this, you know, slump. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I mean, he was obviously MVP at one point. He was rookie of the year. Like he's got the more than the ability to mm-hmm. to bounce back off that slump. So it's a matter of just whatever it might be a mindset change, a swing change, whatever, or a tweak. Not right. even a change, yeah, more like yeah. a tweak. Um, whatever it might be that just gets him right back on track. I mean, then he might just be back to maybe they just maybe the Cubs just got a steal for however yeah, much true. it was yeah, for a guy that's going to be an MVP. You know, that happens all the time, too, in the league. Like teams are giving up on guys all the time. And also, even if a team doesn't give up on a guy necessarily and he is playing like dog water and they let him go. Sometimes that change of scenery, like, we'll just do it for somebody. A change of scenery can change, can do a lot. I mean, you know about change of scenery yourself. I mean, when did you, you got drafted? You've been in the league how long? You've been, I mean, a professional baseball player. Professional baseball player signed in uh, June of 2016. Okay. So five, six years. Six years now. Six years. Been a professional baseball player. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were drafted by the Nationals, traded in the Doolittle deal. Um, that sent Doolittle to Washington. I believe they won the the World Series. So it kind of paid off for them. It was good that Oakland got you. And then now you're in Miami. But what I'm getting to is Oakland traded you not this past season, but the year before that, right? So I think 2021. 2021. Correct. 2021. It was like a one-for-one, one, Marte, for you, straight up. Yeah, yep. They were making a playoff push. The A's were. 
Um, you probably weren't pitching the best that you could have at the time. Sure. And they didn't really know what to do with you. Terrible year. Yeah. So they, they shipped you down to Miami and I think a, obviously you had a bounce back year. Your shit was electric all, all year long. Um, if, if not for that IL stint, I mean, who knows what the numbers could have been anyway, but they gave up on you like that. And so like, as a player, what does it, does it, obviously it fuels you, but like, do you ever feel like, do you start to doubt yourself? Maybe, oh, am I, am I not okay for this job or something like that? Like, what does that oh, do to 100%, your mindset 100%. When, when something like that happens? 2021 was like by far the like moment in my life when I felt like the weakest mentally. Cause at times I would be like right before I start being like, are you like, am I going to get out of the first? Like, uh, that's not obviously not where you want to be mentally. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I knew that. And like, I would tell myself like, what are, you know, what are you thinking here? Um, but it was just like, just spiraling down downwards uh like a couple bad outings turned into like a month but that was bad then two months that was Mm -hmm. bad then I started like then my stuff started flattening out and then it just became like a big a big problem Mm -hmm. instead of you know becoming a snowball effect exactly that didn't need to go wrong everything spiraled out of control but um with the whole mindset being you know like negative Mm -hmm. it never helped to get back out Mm -hmm. um which the change of scenery then like the off season that was I think that was huge for me mm-hmm. and just like the new start in 2022 and different mindset like going into it um it felt fresh and clean felt fresh and clean yeah and just, I all, it's all I feel like that was a big change for me mm-hmm. I mean yeah that's it, it's it's I love that you're here I think it's great for you because obviously anytime you get to live at home and play ball in your home city that's that's great obviously guys move around but you're from here so you're born and raised here this is where you're from you're comfortable here i think that's huge so not born but raised born but raised born born. not born but raised raised here born in peru born in peru peruvian player here first peruvian born first mlb player mlb player welcome to the sack okay okay moving on next segment do you mind no okay not at all um world cup just wrapped up absolutely electric game uh the, fin- the final was incredible dude like you can't write it any better for fifa like they got exactly what they wanted i mean yeah you got messi you know going off into the sunset yeah it, most likely his last world cup who knows but yeah winning. winning and then you got mbappe who's the up-and-coming rising star wild i mean just dude that, free, that man's cold-blooded bro. Cold two goals in two minutes and i i said that before like the pk goals like i i get you still have to you, know, you got to put it in the net whatever but like it's it's a lot easier let's be real it's a lot easier to get a pk goal but then when he comes back the next minute with that little fucking crosser thing he did just on the hunt bro that's unbelievable so i mean it's it's kind of different when you're playing for i guess a club team or an mlb team or nba team versus when you're playing you know for your country um you're getting that opportunity you're gonna play for venezuela in the world baseball classic coming up this year coming to miami lone depot park we'll see you there okay um Talk to me a little bit. How is it different, you know, when you put the Marlins jersey on, you put the Venezuela jersey on, how's it different? Is there anything, you know, does it feel any different? Is it better? What's what's the vibe there for the World Baseball Classic? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I've never been able to obviously put on the, the Venezuela jersey before uh, for the World Baseball Classic, but I'm looking forward to it, uh, yeah. you know, very much. So obviously uh, just it's it's so different because obviously you know with the marlins you take a lot of pride in, in your job and representing the organization and you know for your family and all that mm-hmm. but at the right. same time uh when you play for a country and you know something that i mean i grew up like loving venezuela and like being raised as a venezuelan like 
family, you know, is all from there. My parents uh, have always wanted me to play for them. I grew up going to every World Baseball Classic rooting for them. And my grandpa um, always wanted me to play for them. Yeah, that's cool. So for me, uh, putting on that, like, jersey and pitching for them would be an insane feeling. Yeah. Papa might cry. My, I don't know about that. My mom might cry. <laughs> I mean, my mom will cry. We're on the lookout yeah. for some tears. When is it? When is it coming down to Miami? Um, I think round one is March 11th. I want to say. And, and the group is loaded. Year. Oh, I mean this. Like who is it again? That group is it. it. It's it's the Dominican Dominican Republic. Yeah. Uh, who has an all star team? I mean, yeah. I mean, if, you, if anybody has seen that team, the projected lineup for Dominican Republic, you know that that is absolutely. It's it's yeah. like more than an all star team. Yeah. I mean, every team. I feel like our Venezuela it, is yeah, in there. It's loaded. Obviously, uh, USA is not in our group, but they have a very good team. I mean, every team's strong. So our group is going to be Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. um, Dominican Republic, Venezuela. I want to say it's uh, Nicaragua mm-hmm. and then Israel. Five. Five. five teams yeah i thought it was four tough it's five so yeah. do you know how it two works? Gets two i think two move on it's round if robin and group play you can play everybody you play everyone i think the two strongest move on if i'm not incorrect lone depot park what is it march march 11th maybe march 11th maybe march 11th maybe but we're just gonna put a blanket on the the month of march we'll see you there at lone game depot. one will be venezuela versus the dominican republic and sandy alcantara will be throwing game one oh, i mean we asked for the ball apparently that's what i, I mean I mean, that's what I'm hearing. If, okay. Lone Depot Park, it pains me because every time we go down there to support you and all that, like, beautiful park. If you haven't been, you got to go. They did a really good job, especially when they renovated it from the, uh, from like that, the other colors and stuff when they changed the logo and all that stuff. The park is beautiful. The food is good there. It's good. It just, it's never full when the Marlins are playing unless, you know, the fans are coming for the other team a lot of times, like New York uh, Yankees, the Red Sox, Cubs, Mets, or Dodgers, some big program like that. Anyway, the stadium is going to be fucking rocking for this World oh, Baseball Classic. It's going to be insane. like you better believe it's going to be oh. rocking. I mean, there's going to be drums. There's going to be like just bells, noises everywhere. It's everywhere. Going to be, that's what I'm expecting. At least everywhere. that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm ready to see that place rocking for real. And by the way, though, the Marlins will get there. The Marlins will get that place rocking. They will. I have faith in you guys. I had faith last year. You kind of got bit by the injury bug. It is what it is. It is what it is. But we mentioned before, Wrong. you got... The fish are going to keep swimming in 2023. They are. They're back healthy. And you got Sandy to lead the charge in the rotation. I mean, do you want to tell us a little bit about Sandy? I mean, like how... Yeah. from You've been around a lot of... Not a lot, but I mean, you've been around a bunch of different guys, especially yeah. three different organizations. You've been around a bunch of different, you know, ace pitchers. Yeah. What does he do differently? Like, how do you get to be, or what does he show you that like you can get to be that top? He's he's yeah. a stud, bro. Oh, I mean, he's bro. like he's the definition of a stud. He's what you want. Dude. Like, he's give me that ball. Yeah. I'm stopping whoever. Yeah. It don't matter. Like, yeah. it's unreal. And no, and like the from the mindset to like the work ethic. Like, like you said, I've been around like guys who are insanely good pitchers, and like not that they take it easy, but they just don't push their bodies to the max because they're like, oh, I'm going to push my body when I'm pitching, mm-hmm. which is, again, I see where they're coming from. And then you have Sandy, who's like, I'm going to work, like he works out like a beast mm-hmm. in between his starts because he's going to push his body to the max. And that's why he goes nine innings. And right. that's like, I mean, at least that's how I mean, yeah. He goes nine innings and he like in the, he says, you know, the seventh, eighth and ninth is when his arm starts like warming up. Yeah. So he's throwing 100, 102. It's crazy. I mean, man. it's what like sitting back and watching is honestly like it's like playing and will be the show i mean i would i would go down on record as saying and i truly mean this like your rotation in miami is one of the best in the entire league like you can put it up against one through five even against almost anybody 
Like you guys just didn't get the run support that you needed. Um, you can see it in your own record, four and seven, but you had a great, great quality star. I mean, you ripped off a streak of quality stars that was unreal. Um, how many did you have? Do you know? Don't. No, I don't, I don't know. Okay, it's fine. It, I mean, yeah. But anyway, know. you ripped off a lot of good starts in a row. I mean, and a 3 3 ERA is good anywhere, but the record four and seven, obviously, it kind of screams at run support. But you got guys healthy, and we talked about Steve Cohen pushing the envelope, spending all this money. Like, the Marlins got to keep up, unfortunately. I know they don't have the salary cap and they don't have the budget that the Mets or these other teams have, but they're going to have to find a way to keep up also because division is a gauntlet. You got the Braves, you got the Phillies, oh. you got the Mets. Best division in baseball by far. It's not even close. And, they, I mean, this offseason, they just stacked up even more. Like. Even more, bro. They really didn't lose anybody, and you're right. They brought in all-stars and, and game changers. So it's going to be a fun, fun division. It'll be fun. It's going to be a fun year. Very Can't fun. Wait to watch. All right, last segment, last thing I want to know from you, and then we'll end this. Um, but so, you know, you had a great year this past year, trending upwards. We love what we see. All right. Obviously, me and the boys are Zeus groupies. Okay. Every every fifth day, you should see this chat we have. I'm in jail 44. It's called it's called Zeus's biddies. And every fifth day during the MLB season, that chat lights it up. By the way, JL. Gang signs, okay? Jail, throw it up. Anyway, um, looking at your stats here, 120 strikeouts in 100 innings. You had some starts. I mean, what your career high got up this year was what, 12 or 13 that you had? Strikeouts? Year? Yeah, uh, I think it was 12. 12 strikeouts. I mean, you had some starts, dude. Obviously, you know, because you were fucking doing it, but watching like from on TV and even in the stands, like you're just slicing and dicing these guys. They literally don't have any shot. So like- the K's are there, the fastball's there, and you have success against a lot of guys. Some guys might have your number. It is what it is. Guys are going to get your number, but like it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I want to I want to shout out one guy, uh, not to single him out. I'm sorry, it is what it is. But you got his ticket, man. One for nine, five strikeouts, and you guys watching this will never guess the player, but it's Bryce Harper. You got his ticket. We'd love to see it. Just I've seen a couple swords out of him against you. And that's just the type of stuff you have. But when you get on the mound, I know every pitcher has this as well. Who are, who's a couple guys that, you know, have your number. I have say. my number. Yeah. You get up there and you're um, like, oh shit, where am I going to throw this ball? Cause they might take me deep. So I'm, I will say this is pre 2022. Okay. Cesardo. That's fine. That's fine. That's exactly. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new, brand new, brand new, 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 Right. New and improved me. I I will not ever say this about anyone, but okay. uh, <laughs> I will say in the past, uh, when well, when I was with the A's, Yuli Gurriel had my ticket. I mean, mm-hmm. he I couldn't figure out him out for a while. Um, and it was it was uncomfortable every time he stepped in there. Uh, Eduardo Escobar. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. I mean, he's a tough at bat. He's he's more of a guy that's like. I mean, he's just a tough at bat. He's gonna he's gonna flick off, you know, the good pitches you throw him. He's gonna take the ones that are close that are off, mm-hmm. and he's gonna swing at the mistakes. And he's gonna like to he's gonna bang the mistakes. Yeah. So, um, those two, and I mean, obviously McNeil, uh, Jeff McNeil, um, he's just always flicking stuff off and yeah, fouling off good. Yeah. He's gonna fight off good pitches until he finds something that he can hit, you know, for it will strike well. So, yeah. uh, I mean, those three guys are very. I will say have been uncomfortable in the past. Yeah. To your defense, I mean, those three guys, it's they're they're straight up hitters, dude. All three of them are just professional hitters. I mean, I know because Gurriel has killed the Yankees all all the time. So 
they're just good hitters. So not the worst people to have your ticket. Yeah. All right. Last thing, dude, last thing for real this time. And then we're going to wrap the pot up. Appreciate your time. Okay. Um, obviously you're a young guy still growing, still developing in the league. Um, still, obviously you have your mentors. Uh, who's the one guy that you can say has helped you the most, I guess, with your development, you know, to get you where you are to this point. Cause you're not done yet. Yeah. We're not where we want to be yet, I agree, but I agree. who's the guy who's got you to this point? Um, well, all right. Well, can I, can no. I shout out a couple people? I would love, you can shout out a coach. You can sh- shout out a parent, okay. a family member, whoever right. you think. I got, I mean, so when I was on the A's legit everyone on that staff like we we're boys yeah and tight. we would like watch it like when i was struggling bad in 2021 like basso would grab me by like my collar and grab me pull me over he'd be like look we're gonna watch video mm-hmm. so he watched video and he's telling me you know like th- these pitches are whatever it might be you know mm-hmm. you're throwing strikeout pitches too early in the count or whatever it might be uh frankie was talking to me and mania is like a good really good friend kind of like picture him as like an older brother for me mm-hmm. um just like a good like mentor off the field and on the field as well i would ask him when he went through like his rough patch at times yeah uh what would he think and then uh coming over to the marlins i mean sandy pablo those two guys i rely on heavy uh mel being our pitching coach mm-hmm. i mean he got me out of a funk and then this past offseason i worked with juan rincon and he was like the one that kind of like made a uh, switch, mm-hmm. like kind of click in my head this off season. Mm-hmm. Um, what right. was that? So he had been texting me for like four months, like telling me like, yo, I come out and let's play catch. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a little something for you. It's not going to be life changing. You know, it's not like, let's just play catch. Okay. Like, you know, if you don't like it, then whatever, like you don't have to. And then I kind of put it off, but it wasn't because I, you know, didn't want to. Wandering Cones is... Uh, pitcher for a long time with the, he he pitched with Minnesota okay uh, pitched with a couple of teams but he pitched for like I think six or seven years maybe maybe even more mm-hmm. um, Venezuelan guy he lives by here uh, used to train at Douglas when I went there so we kind of had that relationship okay. but he texted me um, I kind of put it off because I was like I didn't you know I didn't want to take up his time I didn't want to like waste his time this and that mm-hmm. I'm kind of you know I mean you know me I'm kind of just like inter- introverted yeah. like, I'm not trying to like go out mm-hmm. so then I reach out I'm like let's play catch. Okay. We, I go and then he, he tells me one little thing on like a hip hinge to show my back pocket a little more and like kind of turn my numbers more to the hitter. Okay. And that little thing right there kind of made my arm like in my arm climbed up. Uh, my sinker started sinking. My four seam started like kind of darting at spots. Mm-hmm. My location got better and we yeah. started doing some drills and like slowly it was like twice a week. I'd see him like from once a week, then we started going twice a week. Then I'd see him three times a week. Mm-hmm. Then we were working all the time. And he would keep pounding it in my head. Like, like you're good enough. Like, you're good enough. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. hearing it from someone that's not your boy. You, yeah, you or not it. your, like, yeah, family you member. Because obviously, Unbiased. you know, like, yeah. I, I love my parents. My parents are going to tell me, you know, they're going to be like, hey, like, you know, you're good, obviously. But, right. And I would never expect them to tell me otherwise. Right. And that's true. Your boys would do that, too. This man could have a 1250 ERA. I'll still support him till I die. So he's right about that. I mean, I'll tell him if he's shit, but like right after that, I'll, yeah, yeah I'll go back. Exactly. So it's like, your shit. Is, I like having, hearing it from someone that like, he didn't need to tell me I'm good, but he, he chose to. Yeah. Um, and not that I needed that, but uh, it kind of like made it click in my head. Like, Hey, you know, you are good enough to do this. And mm-hmm. after that, I mean, I will say he's a, he was a big component for me. And then everyone I named uh, has yeah. helped me in the past. Yeah. Everybody who had a, had a part in your career, I think, you know, and all the guys, you know, even from little league up all those coaches and stuff. Ah, we can't talk about this. I had something good. We can't talk about this. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, that's going to do it on Talking Balls. Uh, look, I didn't mention it in the beginning, but look, it's just as important, okay? Like and subscribe the video. It's not that hard, okay? I'm trying to give you guys good content. Like and subscribe. If you're watching this one again, you're in deep. It's too late to turn back. You're screwed. You're in the sack when it gets sweaty, when it's powdered with gold bond, when it's clean, you're in it. Like and subscribe the channel. Zeus, appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. We'll have you back on again. Love Um, talking balls. Talking balls. We'll be following you and promoting you throughout the season. Best of luck with that. And uh, best of luck to the Miami Marlins. Hopefully they make some noise this year. Thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Just keep swinging. Stay tuned. Like and subscribe. Stay tuned.